Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another special episode of the Chromecast. This is number two in one week. It's been... A wild week. And I feel like we could do two more podcasts this week. Yep. If we had time. We (laughs) are going to eventually do another, um, probably one more episode that is, maybe we just do that tomorrow. Like, we don't do a news roundup tomorrow. Maybe we just do a hardware and software of Chromebook Plus tomorrow. I wouldn't mind that. Because this is covering... Kind of some. Of, I mean, I'm sure there's other news we could probably talk about tomorrow, but let's be honest. It's what everybody's gonna be talking about. <sighs> but wow, Chromebook Plus and I mean, when they told us that the Chromebook Plus event was gonna be the week before, the week right before this, I was like, oh boy, buckle up, Ooh boy. Techtober, as Marquez calls it. Yep. I don't know if he coined that. Every, coined I'm that? pretty sure it was him. Now and then everybody just, just adopts it. And it's Techtober. Lots going on. Yep. And and we are in a very small like niche you know we're not covering all the stuff everyone else yeah and and, you know and what's funny is um i feel like we've even backed out a little bit more than normal out of the i mean we're gonna make this podcast about it and we're gonna have three posts from today out about it and that's it yeah i think we're gonna and then get back to regularly scheduled programming for us yeah uh, just as a you know trying to stay focused on what we're doing mm -hmm. and not not get too far in the weeds with this stuff yeah We'll probably, we have a thought of a kind of pixel hardware feature type video that will be a little bit more unique rather than just, here's an unboxing of these phones. And like, I know that there probably are some people out there that do care about, you know, your opinion of the phones. Here's what I'll say to anybody listening. That's but like, you yeah. can just listen to this because we're going to talk about it. We are. But at the same time, like I've tried to tell people this, you know. <laughs> Marquez uh, does this all day, every day. Right. The reviewer's <laughs> opinion matters because of their expertise in the field. At one point, I think I w- could have made a pretty good phone reviewer. Yeah. I went through phones a lot. The last and you year, both. I've had two. I used same. the Pixel 7 Pro and then I've used the Samsung S23. I messed with the used fold the... that they sent us, but... Not for any, nope. not enough time for to change any of my habits or anything. And I used the seven and the seven pro. <laughs> I messed with the seven A they sent us, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't put it in my pocket as my phone. Uh huh. Um, and I, you know, as long as the Pixel Eight Pro can do most of the stuff I needed from like a gaming standpoint, like you know, like I, I really want it to be good at, at gaming. I think from benchmarks, what I've seen is it's somewhere around the Snapdragon uh, Eight Gen One. It's a solid chip. Um, it's a great chip. Um, if as long as it performs like that in games and there's no stutter, like I, I'm not gonna have much reason to go away from this phone, especially with all the fun. We you'll hear all the fun stuff there's, we're gonna talk about. Like Google's finally like really embracing this idea of like how can we generate fun, cool experiences with AI, and then put them on our phones and use them in our hardware and that make you go. Damn, mm. I would really like to have. It's that not at just my a. Disposal. It's not just a clean Android phone no that's it's, that's it's, not the point anymore we've always said pixel camera you know one of one of the best if not the best camera experience as far as pixel magic 
but they've taken that even like a step farther. So oh, big we're time. gonna we're gonna yeah. get into it. We've got like we 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 kind of tried to think about. Uh, what are some of the key highlights for us? Like, what are the, the the top things? But I do want to at least just mention for those who uh, didn't watch the keynote and haven't read up on it, uh, did at least want to give a big kind of overview of the event. You've probably heard already, but if you haven't. <laughs> I mean, I know there are people there are that keep up people. with this stuff that are like, you know, I'll get around to it in a couple of days. Right. Like, you know, I'm not a huge I'm not much of an Apple fan at all. Um, and so I'll go three yeah. or four days before I'll finally sit down and watch Dig something in and be like, okay, what happened? Announced, yeah. I want to know what's going on. Yeah. Like I haven't watched uh, for Meta's thing. Like I know that they announced their Quest. Meta Quest 3. Mm-hmm. I want to mess with it, but mostly I want to get it for, you know, the kids uh, yeah. for Christmas. And so I'm, I'm keen to know about that. But they had a whole thing about all sorts of other stuff that right. probably would like to know. Sure. Eventually I need to watch it. But yeah. that was days if not a week ago and yeah, we haven't caught up so yeah, it's same. like hey, there are people probably yeah. that are didn't tune in this morning right. and whatever so i mean as you know. as pixel said in the intro the wait w8 is over it is over <laughs> pixel 8 and 8 pro were announced new hardware from google uh these are we're going to get into the hardware specifically, like a little bit of a new aesthetic. Uh, yeah, slightly, but still iterative. I think, I think the front uh, front glass not getting the curve on the on the Pro is is awesome. Excited about that. Well, I'll wait. But uh, that they mentioned that Pixel Buds Pro are getting a few new features, um, conversation uh, detection, turning on transparency mode automatically was pretty cool. Uh, yep. Latency. They mentioned they 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 said and Robbie Payne, we wanted to let you know. We got you, boo. We heard your many complaints <laughs> about. I haven't complained about Pixel recently. Buds Pro latency. I just gave up. Fifty <laughs> percent increase did, did in latency. They bit, said. You know, it, with one of the updates, we yeah. wrote about that and said, "Hey, it's it's good enough to use now." So I'm so, super excited now. That, yeah. Uh, you know, we do we do have access to those new features. Uh, so I need to go through and get a firmware update and do all that stuff on the yeah. on the Pixel Buds. So yeah, um, the watch is the uh, basically the same design. Aluminum. What, what's the, what's the aluminum difference? Is it is it the bottom side? Was, was last year not aluminum on the bottom? Was it stainless or something? I don't remember. I don't know. I just read one quick tweet that somebody said it is lighter. Somebody that did have hands on, they were like, it's lighter mainly because of the aluminum. So I don't know what last year's was but they did say this year is a little lighter the crown is slightly different uh but the main thing is that you're getting uh several new sensors on the pixel yep. watch 2 and Much kind of a chip inside too yeah and uh, yeah better better which i, I never th- i didn't really ever feel like the original pixel watch was lagging uh well, or any, anything. any little parts where it did lag probably will not like it'll probably never it's gonna lag, be so smooth and now, it I should hope. have way better battery life because of it but but a a it it feels like finally the merge of fitbit and google have finally kind of come together or they're yeah. starting to at least yeah, so for sure so some new stuff there and then kind of the the big news the the thing that we were kind of most hyped about right after uh watching the event today was the new assistant with bard 
Yeah, like it, we've been talking about that. Michael's talked about that. With barf. Like, we, <laughs> barf. Hey, barf. Hey, barf. If you ever watched uh, uh, Space. Um, space. Uh, space Balls? Uh, no. Space. Oh, my gosh. Space Balls. Is it Space Balls? Yeah. Yes. We sure? I'm rolling with that. Man, it's been a long day. <laughs> it has been. It's been a long week. You know, dark helmet and yeah. And, Whatever. Yeah, you get it. You know, it's baseballs. Mm-hmm. It's baseballs. It sounded just sounded weird for a second. It did. I haven't watched it in forever. It's baseballs. Need to watch it. But new, basically a whole new assistant. Uh, yeah, AI coming is, soon. Yeah, AI is is getting built into the assistant, and we've said it for a long time. If you've been listening along, that the assistant has slowly been uh thrown to the thrown to the sideline it's it's terrible it's been horrible and it's not like google said hey we're gonna make this terrible but don't worry we're gonna fix it it's we're not gonna say anything about it and And we're just gonna gonna slowly take away i'm guessing i'm guessing they're taking away features and and like server ability yeah it's like it used to run on one million right uh server racks and now it runs on like seven yeah right no bueno no way. Bueno. It's, it's pretty terrible. But like, just now, no one wants to use yeah, it. now there is uh, a whole new assistant with Bard built in. So we'll dig into a few of those kind of details can't, too. Can't not hear barf. Barf with barf. Hey barf. Hey barf. Instead of <laughs> instead of hey G. Uh, so let's first start with the watch. What were your kind of thoughts on the new Pixel Watch Two? It is same. <laughs> no larger size is same. Yeah, so I'm a little frustrated by that, and I knew that wasn't going to happen. There's no way it wouldn't have leaked by now if that wasn't going to happen, or if it was going to happen. So I, I get it. I get. No, I don't get it. Honestly, I mean, second gen, they should have they should have made a larger size, a 41 uh, and a 44. Yeah, would have been nice. The it just looks small on my wrist. It just does, and so that's why I'm, you know. Going, I'm going more with the Fitbit Charge Six vibe for a little bit and yeah. see how that goes. Um, basically, going the other direction instead of trying to get more out of my thing on my wrist, kind of trying to slim it back to mm-hmm. something more simple. Um, you know, it's funny if yeah, I, I'm hoping if if this works out that maybe like the next Versa will will do some of the cool stuff that the um, that the Charge Six is getting. So you know, the simple like. Google Wallet. Granted, I gotta set this stuff up, and I'm getting ready to hit the road uh, for fall break in the next couple of days. So I want to have this stuff set up and you know use it on the road, like go go to pay at the gas station mm-hmm. for some snacks or whatever with with uh, Google Wallet and you know watch on my wrist. I mean, I'll be driving the car that has the you know the heads up display stuff for the navigation, but you know be able to look at my wrist and yeah. and kind of watch it and see it see it go there too and mess around with that stuff and. You know, being able to have those things integrated on a fitness tracker that does all the basic stuff I needed to do, that's compelling to me because that's the, been the problem. So there's fitness trackers and then there's smartwatches. The uh, device like the Versa was trying to be both. Mm-hmm. And like the Versa 3, Fitbit wasn't good enough from a software standpoint to pull it off, but they are trying to have it do a bunch of stuff. And it was like, it was, it was trade-offs left and right. But it was, you know, trying to do its thing. <clears throat> and then the Versa 4 came out and we did our video on it. And it was like, that was after, that was a post-Google Versa. And it was like, what the hell is <laughs> it this? It went like, backwards. <laughs> it did, but it went so far backwards and didn't have enough of the new stuff that it was like, 
it, all this is is a tracker. Why would I wear something this large to do fitness tracking? So it's it's an, a square screen that does nothing. Nothing, yeah, nothing smartwatch <laughs> yeah. related. Yeah. So it's like the idea that maybe they would be able to integrate just mm-hmm. the core Google services back into the device. I mean, that, that device, I don't still don't know. And who cares about Google Assistant at this moment? But that's a weird thing to take away, especially at that time. It was a weird thing to take away from your you know lesser smartwatch. So... I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the mind of going back to something on my wrist that lets me triage notifications, um, which I think I could talk about this thing. This thing's I don't know. Is it out and about yet? No idea. Um, <laughs> You've got all that embargo info. Yeah. Let's hold it. Let's hold it if we're not sure. Yeah, so we're not sure. Um, but yeah, um, you know, triaging notifications, checking the time, mobile payments. Yeah. Kind of good after yeah, that. You know, right. Keep up with my steps and my health stuff. You know, I don't keep detailed health things, but you know, being able to keep up with my heart rate and that kind of stuff on a daily basis, that's enough. I don't need any more than that. And so devices like the Pixel Watch or the, the Samsung Watch I'm wearing are a bit overkill. Like, I just don't use them. Mm-hmm. I don't use them for what they're there for. I don't really care about watches. I'm not a watch guy, so I don't really give a crap about that either. So, you know, to me, something like the Charge Six is this. It's just a band. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know, it's like a whoop with a couple of things that I could look at on my wrist, and it's not trying to be a watch. Yeah, because I'm not trying to be a watch guy. You know, it's like I like that idea. Yeah. So for me, it was that was a that was a cool inclusion. Uh, it barely made it into the event. I think they they did. It they for mentioned it though. Eight seconds. Uh, but you know, it's it's interesting what they're who, doing with it. Who? What was was it? James West? Oh man, I'm blanking on the name. The guy who gave up, got up yeah. and gave presentation, uh, gave the presentation. yeah, but he gave the entire know. Pixel Watch presentation. So hold on, that, that's we've the got it right part. here in the chat. You if you it. didn't, if you didn't join us in our Discord, that was fun companion cast. You missed out. That it was, was really fun. fun. James Park, I was close-ish. I had the first name. Uh, he gave the whole Pixel Watch um, presentation. Yep. So I mean, yeah, this was, was this the, was Fitbit heavy. Which yeah, was cool. that was the clear marker that, um, and maybe part of it is just Google realizing, like, hey, we've got to just like they're doing. I feel like with the phones, we've got to lean into the things that we do well and and be about those things. And so they We're bought gonna, Fitbit. So you're not going to remake be the, Apple the Apple Watch. Watch and and to be fair, most people what I the whole thing I just described about a wearable. Most people probably use their Apple Watch that way too. They're probably not really leveraging it for a ton of apps. Oh, this uh, the uh, uh, Charge Six also has camera control, so you can you know take photos from your watch. You can hit it like those. I, I did use that on the Pixel Watch mm-hmm. and on the Galaxy Watch too. So like again, all the handful of things that I'm like, oh, I, I feel like Fitbit probably went, hey, what are the things that people actually use on these? Can we cram that into the? Can we get those? basic things into a uh, fitness tracker and then call it from there and i think that's what happened with the 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 uh, charge six yeah. so but yeah like having having the pixel watch try to be the apple watch i think is a mistake right um or now what they've done instead is to go okay we bought fitbit we've, we're kind of fully integrating now we're, we're in a good spot Let's let it be about that. And that's really all that let's, presentation was about. It was a Fitbit. Let's let this watch be the best Fitbit you can buy, basically. If you want a if you want a, a smart watch type Fitbit, uh, you know, thing on your wrist. And the 
the the Fitbit integration. Uh, well, you, I think you were saying uh, some of the the new app uh, UI is nice, um, and the uh, shoot, what was I saying? The uh, oh, oh, the auto workout detection and stuff like little things like that. Getting Fitbit specifically more plugged in on this watch. It is, I use Strava for my runs and stuff, but if I could just use Fitbit stuff and it's all just kind of built in and the auto workout detection yep. all just works same way on an Apple watch. If, if, if my wife and I are going on a run or on a walk or whatever, her watch will just be like, Hey, you're exercising. I'm going to doing something. I'm going to start tracking this for you. Yep. Cool. Like without me having to go into Strava and turn it on and start tracking. So some of those sort of integrations are, are cool. Um, and then just including all of the, the sensors, like capture the data. Yep. Google is, is great at, uh, taking large sums of data and, and making them useful. Right. That's, <laughs> that's what they're great at. And so like, so do that. I feel like Fitbit has done a good job of figuring out how to capture a lot of data, you know, but their app has always been a little iffy, like it works, but it wasn't well organized and so the new fitbit app's also really nice and so it's like i feel like probably from the the time that the fitbit team joined google and google bought them and knew that they were making a pixel watch i think the pixel watch one probably came at a a little bit of an awkward time during that transition but they knew probably. they had to go and get one out and, and start the process i think this watch is way more what they probably wanted to do from the get-go yeah. like they're we're not trying to make another smartwatch there's 50 wear os smartwatches like i still feel like they made one of the best ones yeah um but i think now it's like hey here's a great smartwatch here's a great smartwatch uh a great fitbit smartwatch is what this is yeah like this instead of the versa or the sense trying to be a smartwatch let those be better trackers and i think what's going to happen because they put these two devices on stage i think there might be a future where there is no versa there is no sense anymore. You, you buy if you a, want that stuff, you go buy the Pixel Watch. Yep, I think that's, I could I could that's see that probably what it's going to be. Yeah, I'm excited to test out some of the the um, some of the uh, you know, workout stuff. Uh, I'm a runner and and like to ride my mountain bike, so trying that stuff out and seeing seeing how it works. You know, the best running watches out there are largely uh, Garmin and polar and right I, I don't own either of those but um, <laughs> i've used them uh right. over the years and so kind of trying these this watch out from a from a, a real kind of fitness perspective with the fitbit yep. integration that it does have i think will be will be fun I, I love watches i'm a watch guy i i wear a watch every day so getting i haven't been wearing the pixel watch a whole lot um mainly because i got this other awesome watch on, on vacation his italian uh watch. my italian watch it, it's not Italian in itself, no. but it was, it was purchased bought in Italy. In, Ita- in, in, um, Italia. in Italia. In Italia. Yes, Robbie, it was bought in, in Italia. Uh, so, yeah, excited about new Pixel Watch 2. Wish that it wish that there was another size. That would have been cool. I think the design is great. They didn't really change the design. Cool. No, they didn't. It's, it's uh, real similar. It's a Pebble Watch. Yep. And My only complaint, just give us two sizes. Yeah. That would be fine. So next up, let's talk about phone hardware specifically. So Pixel 8, one standout thing for me was 120 hertz on the screen and 2000 nits. Yeah. So, you you know, it's been 90 for a while. It's like, okay, well, 90 now is kind of for the A series. Yeah. 
<laughs> which is crazy. Even though iPhones are still shipping with 60 yeah. hertz, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, and if they're not pro. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the bump up to 120 hertz is, is nice. very nice. Um, and now they've got their, what's the name of their screen? Do you remember now? Actua. Actua. Not actual. Not Basically, Acura. Actual, just take. Not Acura. No, just take Ac- Actua. Actua. Oh, can't say that too many times Actu- before it starts sounding real weird. Actua display. Whatever. Yeah, they <laughs> felt the need to brand it, which I guess that's what Apple. That's what you got to do. Yeah, Apple wants you to brand. Dis- Apple brands everything, and Samsung brand their display. Uh, I don't. I think Super AMOLED is their branding. Like OLED is the the actual thing. Yeah. S A OLED. I don't know. Samsung's amazing AMOLED. <laughs> Samsung's amazing OLED. That's what it is. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Um. Yeah. So. Um. I'm trying to think what else in Pixel Eight. Oh, I love the matte finish rails on yes. the Pixel Eight. Uh, the railing and the metal across the band across the back. Uh, slightly, nice s- look. slightly smaller than Pixel Seven. Yeah, I think so. I think it went six point one inch. Is that right? I'm not sure. Go go check my article. I was gonna say you just wrote it. I know, but I linked out for the. I tried not to get in the weeds on the the. Um, yeah, it's like on the stats and here stuff. It is. Like, it's like here's the overview because golly, they talked about a lot of stuff with these phones. Um, let's see. Oh wait, no, it's a Pixel Watch. Here we go. Let me link to this. Easy peasy. All right. Pixel 8. The matte finish rails look... 6.2. So Last nice. year was 6.3, I guess. I'm pretty sure. Or maybe it was 6.4. 4. I think that's what it is. So now it's 6.2, which I think is a better gap between your pro and your your non-pro. One it's hand funny. 6.7 inches. I don't know how big the S23 Ultra is. I wonder if it's like 6.78 or something. Like, it feels like a way bigger phone. Like, I feel like I've... Uh, I guess I'm not supposed to say that stuff. <laughs> um, it feels uh, like the Pixel <laughs> Pixel 8 Pro uh, will be a little smaller than that, even though it's still 6.7 inches. Um, but yeah, 6.2 inch, 1080p by 2400. Actual display, uh, 428 PPI. Both phones are 20 by 9. Um, the Pixel 8's 1400 nits with a peak brightness of 2000 nits outdoor. So that's going to be one of those things. It's only going to crank up to that in the sun. Like it's your, your, um, which I don't know where they cram that stuff anymore in these, in these phones. Where do they put the sensors I for brightness and stuff? They're in there they're somewhere. In there somewhere. I'm guessing they're crammed in there with the, uh, the camera, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, they notice when they're out in the, out in the sun and, uh, can crank up. Yeah. Those those nits to wild levels. Uh, I remember having a phone when they first started doing that. I think it was the OnePlus Seven. No, it was OnePlus Five T or something like that. Um, and it would get super bright, but the colors would be so bonkers looking. It looked like a a circus or something like it's so stupid looking. You could read it, yeah. but the colors were so jacked up. It was dumb looking outside. Uh, they've gotten so good at it now. Like you walk out in the sun and it's like well, this looks awesome. You know, like cool i can use this now you don't want to do that for long periods of time obviously because yeah it's going to absolutely demolish your battery but yeah because uh, when oled gets cranked up it's it will kill battery yeah uh, but yeah so that's and they're both flat uh glass this time around too which is which is awesome <sighs> i'm i i hope 
I hope that maybe we're just done with waterfall edges. I, I, Are we just done with it? Are we out. done with curved curved screens? Like I don't know just, what they don't serve any purpose. None. I just it, it does look kind of cool. Don't get me wrong, a little bit, but I'm like it doesn't look cool enough to have the edge annoying. of your phone exposed yeah, and to sometimes act like sometimes swipe stuff. Yep, messes up and it's just weird. Um, I think on the uh, on the eight pro, the new bay blue. Very pretty. Um, obviously taken from the 7A. I don't remember what. Was it Sky? 7A I think it was, was Sky. Sky, yes. Uh, it's so like yeah, a, the, the, a baby blue that is... It's a little darker than the Pixel 7A was. I'll be honest. I like the 7A's blue better. It's a little bit lighter. Um, I like this it. This is like a... Yeah, it's like a, it's this a is pretty blue. saturated blue. Yeah, uh, but it's nice. It looks really good. I still dig the, the hazel colors. And the matte black on the Pixel 8 Pro looks mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, so it's gorgeous. Back back glass is is matte finish it's not a shiny glass like on the on the pro on the pro on the on the on the eight you're getting glass back but matte rails so it's like yeah yeah, i I guess i get it shiny railing on the pro i guess i get it like if you had an all matte phone it might look a bit too industrial yeah probably or it might just be weird uh so having kind of the contrast on both you you know whether it's rails and, and back glass or whatever you know so um just they look great it's it they are iterative but uh you know just slightly different aesthetic with the flat glass on the front you know the the bar across the back is slightly different yeah it's um, just one big you know cut out for the cameras now so they went it was all glass then they had individual round circles for all the cutout cameras and now it's like all the cameras in one glass thing with one cutout I'm like <laughs> just, cool i don't know what else you're going to do next year yeah uh, don't i don't just know. have to stick with this it's just it <laughs> this is what, what you got to do uh, I'm sure they're working on it already. The 8 Pro on that camera bar, uh, speaking of camera bar, the 8 Pro has the addition of a temperature sensor sensor below yep. your flash there. So, like, your camera layouts are basically the same. Standard ultra-wide on the 8, standard ultra-wide 5X on the on the Pixel uh, 8 Pro. But then, yeah, there's a thermometer back there. It's... It's one, uh, and it's one I of those ones you can like, kind of point it at things and get measurements. And they said they said it can be used on human skin, but that is awaiting FDA FDA approval. approval mm-hmm. So that is not a feature as of right now. I I almost feel like maybe there's some other stuff here that they didn't share because they're waiting on FDA stuff. Maybe. Is there is there something else with this? Is or is it literally just to like put it up to your face and get your temperature and then point it at the baby's bottle to make sure it's hot enough? Like the. <laughs> I don't know. Don't like, know. are we missing something here? Is this thing going to have some killer feature that? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. It's just a temperature sensor. Yeah, on a I phone? feel like to put that piece of hardware in here with just it being like, hey, that's what it is. Is it going to do something else? What What else could it do though? I don't know. And uh, you know, if I were to test it, I would be curious to know how it would work on like drinks and. Well, why do you need well, that? You need it? Right. What? What's the point? Well, uh, hmm, this boiling water is, is hot. Like, ah, it, 212, mm, got mm, it. Mm, my ice cream is cold. Yeah, and they were like, oh, you know, like you could check your baby's milk. Yeah. But you can also just do like we've always done for, you know, ever and squirt it on your forearm. And if it didn't burn you, you're fine. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel like maybe there's something else that they can't talk yeah, about I yet. Feel like it. Because they're they're waiting for some sort of approval, government approval. I don't know. What else on hard hardware? Everything else on these phones. I mean, all your layout, your buttons. 
I'm by the way, I'll just go ahead and say it. I miss I miss a little bit of the two tone look. I liked the top the top and too. the bottom two tone look. I did too. I also I also think they should bring back the uh, accent power button. Bring oh, it back. Yeah, they should never have left that. Just bring it back. Like on this phone, what if it were like you know a, a little light blue or like a a contrast you know a little orange or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think it'd be man. Cool. Those were. Those were the good old days. I know. Those I miss, were the good I old miss days. Some of that stuff. Um, but I, having said that, looking at these devices, I feel like they've come back to. Because I remember when the Pixel Six came out, the Pixel Six Pro. Remember, we went back and forth about this. And I'm like, and I went with the Pixel Six to start because I'm like, I feel like it feels more googly. Like going back to the Pixel Fours and the Fives, and the, you know, it just had that Pixel feel to it. These kind of go back to that. Uh, it gets me back to that. I feel like this is just like Google has iterated back into like, hey, this is us. This yeah. is this is our design. This is what we want. Right. I yeah. think they look they look great. Um, G three inside. Uh, More AI stuff. Yeah. You know, like we're going to talk about some of that stuff here in a minute. Um, and you know, you can go back and forth with the whole Tensor thing. Yeah, they, these are chips still being built by Samsung. They're saying. In the next two years, maybe same or Google will be basically going direct to get direct fabrication done on their own chip, like full full out, you know. But for right now, these are They're repurposed kind of Samsung chips, basically. Um, and so I, I think a lot of that comes down to marketing. Is like the the whole AI stuff that you can, we can do this AI stuff because these are purpose built for AI. I'm yeah. like, well, probably. Yeah. You could probably do the same thing on another chip too. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. You just maybe have to adjust some things. Um, But, you know, uh, from what we can tell, it's Snapdragon Gen 1 performance. So, you know, that's a solid, that's a solid chip. Uh, I don't think we're going to run into performance issues. Um, And if, you know, if they made sure, if they had this Tensor G3, and they're building some of these software experiences around this chip. It's like cool. I mean, that's that's the kind of vertical integration that makes sense. Uh, you know, it, we'll have to wait and see on you know on uh, phone connection, uh, Bluetooth stack, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff, overheating, yada yada yada. Um, those those little things that have kind all of the nagged. normal, yeah, all it, the normal stuff that's nagged Pixel. Yeah. Um, so hopefully some of those things go yeah. away because some of the connectivity things were frustrating last year with the pixel seven pro for sure um and the overheating stuff if a chip is doing fine and not great but fine performance wise but it keeps overheating well it has to clock it it's gonna know, throttle it down, back yeah. and throttles it back and 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 now it feels like oh now my phone is slower because it's just trying to not be too hot um yeah so if some of those thermals are more in control and connectivity is better and we yeah. get a nice performance boost here. I, I, I don't think many people have anything to complain about here. No. Like we're we're getting to that point with smartphone processors where it's like cool. You know, you're blowing the doors off of what you did last year. But mm-hmm. I never even hit the headroom. I feel like we'd have the same conversation in Chromebooks. You know, like yeah, it's faster. So yeah, I mean, we just unboxed a Chromebook today with a 13th gen Core i7, and I don't even feel the need to run benchmarks on it. I'm like <laughs> it'll be faster, sure. How much so? Does it matter? Who like and who does it matter to? I guess there's you know there's, there's a maybe few a few people with certain you know jobs or applications that really need that headroom, but for most people probably not. No. So yeah, I 
I think as long as uh, hopefully hopefully they'll they'll squash some of those um, little nagging issues that have that have lingered around with with Pixel stuff. Yeah. Um, Got to talk price. Hundred dollar increase on both. Yeah. I feel like it's, you know, I th- I feel like it's justified. I think both bring some 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 good upgrades. Yeah. I think the, I mean, things are. Things just cost more money these days, and inflation well, and supply chains and all these things. But I feel like they justified it. Like the 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 hardware has been refined. They've added some new things. Yeah, hundred bucks each. Yeah, and you know pre-orders, both of them come with free stuff too. So knock that off. That's true. Um, you know, if you were looking at any Pixel Watch and the Pro, you know, so that's even if you stuck to last year's prices. So nine hundred and three fifty be twelve fifty for a thousand dollars. You're getting both. Right, you know, this time around. So, I mean, there, there's, there's definitely some, some reason for, you know. I didn't even think about that. That's true. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you don't want those things, I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, it, doesn't it is help, nice that it is nice that they're offering that. So, a so few things, which is cool. Pixel Watch Two for free with eight Pro, and Pixel Buds Pro, Pro. for free with eight. Yep. Um. Okay. Cool. Anything else on hardware? I think that's. I think that's everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If we sure. miss something, we'll come back to it. Uh, so two kind of software categories, first being photo, uh, improvements. I think one of the ones that I thought I will use that I was most excited about were, were pro control, pro controls. Or yeah. So that's the first time pixel we're getting pro like, control is what they called it. Yeah. So we're getting like pro settings, you know, raw settings and shutter and photo ISO, you know, uh, your basic stuff that you, if you've used a DSLR camera, you'll likely be familiar with right um just giving you that little extra like if you know your way around those settings you can hopefully start to capture even better photos on on pixel i mean pixel already just does a great job with machine learning of of capturing the the image the way that you know your eyes see it which is incredible (laughs) but i think for certain applications um you know there's times i've i'll sit and (laughs) pull that light I, I guess it's just like their brightness which one is it there's the little br- right now you have the brightness thing and then the other one i forget the uh, exposure and i think they do exposure and brightness there's basically. two whatever i don't know i'll sit and mess with those and i'm like oh i'm just not i'm not quite getting exactly what i want um but the main one here is is being able to lock your uh, your shutter which which will right. be nice to to force um kind of the look that you're going for whether you want something to have a little bit more depth or to be more flat so that that'll be really cool yeah. Excited stuff, to test stuff. I won't touch. Yeah, but but for <laughs> I think it's cool to have those features. It is. I'd love to have those features in video as well. Um, they cool. did say you can also uh, get raw photo through these settings. Very very dope. Um, on the video side, though, <laughs> there's more of like less manual stuff and more Google Magic stuff, yeah. and they're calling it Video Boost. Is that great? Video Boost. Video boost, yeah. So that's, Video boost that's using the one that's HDR come in December, um, but yeah, like taking your videos and once they're uploaded, like Google Photos and server stuff. I forget the stats. They said it was like processing so many images per frame lot. of your video. It was a it was a ridiculous amount, and and that's what has to happen. So like, if the camera, as long as the camera's collecting it to begin with, you've got the data to work with, and now when you upload it, those those servers can do that heavy lifting to kind of process that and if it looks anything close to what they showed i mean it's 
it looks so good it is bonkers i mean it's it's the same thing of like if you remember the first time you saw a true hdr photo like you took a photo and was like and you watched it and then it you remember back in the day where they had to really think to process these and then all of a sudden it would process and you would see the end result and be like wow you know how did it get a blue sky and then the shadow but it also got the foreground when we we first started talking about like pixel fix it right like that was largely hdr and in them and their computational photography stuff pulling that off they're bringing that to video now (laughs) so so the whole pixel fix it is now going to apply to video yeah. You can shoot some video and... Well, and they said, too, in the presentation, it's like they're doing better HDR and video just period, right? And that wasn't just the uploaded thing. Or did, did I make that up? I do not remember that. Um, I feel like there was a mention of just like HDR and video getting better, but I think it was all applied sight, to... Like night sight video yeah. uh, is another thing. Yeah, and so so night sight video, uh, it... It, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it was absolutely making the sample image look video look much, much, much better. Oh yeah. But it's still to me like it looked a little blown out. Uh, I mean, it's doing its job, but it did look even at least. Right, like, it, right. but just the whole thing looked like you just went and cranked the shadows all the way up. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't. We'll just have to test that out. Right. Uh, but night sight mode coming to video as well, so that's pretty dope. Um, Magic editor. So uh, you've probably seen Magic Eraser. They've made uh, uh, they've made commercials about Magic Eraser. I think it's one of the features that at family get-togethers, my my cousins are like, "Can I try Magic Eraser on your phone?" Right. <laughs> they just love erasing you know, there's, stuff. There's like other apps that do this stuff now, and people start just but, like, "Holy crap!" But now they've taken that to a whole new level uh, with some of these other stuff. Magic Editor being one of them, where you can snag a photo. If I were to take a photo out here in front of us, we have a pillow sitting in the middle of the room. I could grab that pillow, maybe drag it over there, um, make it larger, make it smaller, and in the background pixel is not just gonna kind of blur and adjust the things i moved it's actually going to create pixels and right. fix that area so yeah and i, think, I don't even I think know some of that stuff will, will come in that update in december i think anything where it's using the full generative ui ai stuff yeah. some of those some of those pieces will come in december yeah um and so like they're going to do an updated magic eraser and so it's not just kind of blurring pixels around the stuff that you move like it will kind of adobe uh photoshop ai type stuff like it's going to draw new stuff to put behind it based on what it thinks probably was back there yeah which is bonkers it's insane and so you got magic eraser they'll be able to do that but this new magic editor can do some of that stuff too so if you move pieces of that subject it now is it can redraw stuff under it which is <laughs> it's, it's kind of silly it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be bonkers and then the other kind of big feature that 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 obviously caught our attention michael had written about this uh last week yeah he wrote the what is a photo last week i think um i'm it's calling best, it face swap <laughs> best best shot i think is what they're i'm calling, calling it. it face swap face swapper <laughs> but i understand i completely understand michael's <laughs> dilemma with this it is it is strange to 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 have this sort of manipulation in in photos and then you do have to ask yourself like what is a photo i guess but right uh if we can edit them in this way but i brought up in our chat today like this is stuff that photographers 
professional photographers do all the time with with Photoshop. Like you're just now oh, getting yeah. those tools on your phone. But essentially, if you can, uh, let's say you're trying to get a group shot of your family and there's that one person who's always looking off and not looking at the camera, but then there is one constantly. within the within the four shots you took, there's one where they are looking at the, at right. the camera, but then in the, that one shot, not everyone else is looking at the camera. Well, guess what? Now you can go in, tap the face, and it will give you four, three, four options down below that. Yeah, of, I, I'm not of, sure how the UI will work yet. Yeah. Uh, exactly how you'll do it. But yeah, I mean, it's going to give you options for all those faces. And I think that's I, I think that's what they showed. It was like I you tap you the face and there was like, like three, magic eraser, it was like yeah. three options below. You tap through the ones and you right. can kind of preview. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. And then what it's going to the use heck? AI and generative AI to kind of blend it together so it doesn't look silly. Obviously, I mean, you just can't just cut somebody's head off and put it you know if they're in the same roughly in the same area it's probably less taxing obviously it's not like they're going to pull a, a face from them from last three days ago yeah it's, it's you know within one scene um but so yeah i mean it's it's uh yeah it's it's pretty bonkers and but i think super helpful like it's not these things that they're doing are not just hey let's what tricks can we do with generative generative ai just to do a trick and it's a neat bar trick and you move on like Magic Eraser was a big thing, you know, and it was helpful, and people use it all the time. Uh, the unblur stuff has been a huge thing. It's 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 a useful feature, you know. Portrait blurring and stuff is a useful feature. These are going to be the same. I used thing. it yesterday. Yeah, I mean, these are these yeah. are going to be the same thing. People will will start relying on these tools. Like, oh, if I if somebody needs to take a group shot, grab that pixel. Make sure somebody's taking it with a pixel so that we we can stand up there and click it two or three times. And you got to remember, you know, like it's generally a lot of these photos are taking like you, you know top shot that they've had for a while you can kind of scroll through all the different shots and because there's a little bit of motion before the shot gets taken so it's taking other shots too so mm -hmm. even in one shot it, there's probably other versions of you just in one shot because a blink you know a blink is, is captured in you know maybe if it if it snags i don't know uh if it's at uh I don't want to use photography terms, but if it's if it's snagging a bunch, ten, you know, ten photos in yeah. one little click, that blink could be in and out. You know, you right. you could hopefully there could be one just in the HDR stack, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my hope is that you know it it utilizes some of the stuff where it's it's taking those longer exposures, you know, and choosing like a top shot situation. That way, you're not having to rely on taking multiple photos. Yeah. But even in group photos, you always do. Oh yeah, you always take a couple. You know, you take a, a at few least snaps. that should be the case. If you don't do that when you take photos for somebody, shame on you. Yeah, take, I've, take we we we've, we've done that like a few times, especially being on vacation. You're like, hey, can you snag this photo for me? And you get it back, and there's one, and it's like I'm blinking, of course, because I am notorious for blinking in photos. Right. It's just I like, like I try to hold my eyes open on purpose. My wife's like, you look crazy. Um, Cool features, though, that, like you said, are, I think, going to be actually useful, you know, and, yeah. it's, and it's AI stuff that are, that's actually, like, it's not gimmicky. Zoom enhances. What was the word? Shoot. I forgot what I was going to say. Dang it. Oh, sorry. Uh, I started Zoom Enhance. Um, Helpful features, generative AI, not gimmicky. He lost it, folks. Lost it's it. gone. Maybe it's gone. Back. It Zoom back. enhance. I I was kind of paying attention during this section, but but I was messing with something else. The zoom enhance stuff is basically you can zoom in crazy, and then it's AI creating the pixels. Yeah, kind of similar to this other stuff. So he what actually, as soon as I saw it, my first thought was like, "Hey, it's like all those old movies, not old movies, even recent movies, where they're like, 
uh, you know, they've got a security camera. They're like, enhance the image. <laughs> and, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's crystal sharp. You're like, you're like, well, if the pixels aren't there, you can't do that. And used to, yes, that was the case. And this is going to work to varying degrees, but it's the same exact thing of going, okay, you took a photo of something. If enough photos have been taken of that thing from other angles and there's enough generative AI out there to put two and two together, like we'll just make it for you. Yeah. We'll just we'll just make that. We've seen that up close. <laughs> I mean you've seen that like that plant you're taking a picture yeah. of. Somebody took some really close macro shots of it. Yeah, well, guess we what? know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. What's funny is they're gonna do this, people are gonna love this, it's gonna be a really cool thing. And then we're all gonna have to ask the question like why was everybody poo pooing all over like Samsung did this with the whole moon, the hundred zoom, hundred time zoom. I've taken some cool shots of the moon, uh, and people were freaking out because Samsung was using some generative AI basically to do that. They're like, "We've got really good photos of the moon. It's tidally locked, so it's always facing us. We could probably make we the can, picture look a little better. We can line things up. Like we know that crater is there. Okay, cool. Line it up." There you go. Give it a little more detail than you probably actually <laughs> captured because, yeah. you know. Right. We, we got it. We got that. Right. We'll, we'll make sure not to, like, whatever color the moon is, it always captures it. Whatever shape the moon is at that point, it always captures it. Like, it's not like it's replacing it with a new photo. It's just using some of those AI things to clean we, it up a little bit. bit. And it's like, yeah. people well, get so upset about that. But for this, they'll probably be like, oh, that's great. It's the same thing. It's the yeah. exact same thing. There's a bunch of AI that can know what that wood texture probably looks like up close yep, right and it's gonna guess and if you're 300 yards away from the subject guess what you're guessing too and so whatever it comes up with you'll be like yeah look how, yeah. Look how sharp this is <laughs> look, look at my pixel huh. look at my pixel to- look i can it's, i can see the the yeah. individual you know like washers and nuts and bolts on that bridge you don't know what that actually looks like you can't see it from down there so it's, if it makes something up and it's sharp you'll be like cool that's exactly it yeah Looks great. But, so yeah, AI. It just in and just improvements every year in in photography and videography. Like there's things obviously computational that, photography. Yeah, too. And, and like there's stuff that the iPhone does. Like I've seen some crazy footage from iPhones uh, video wise. Um, oh yeah. Like there's some stuff out there that's just it looks so good. Like there's people that have shot some stuff on these new phones that just, just look incredible. They look really yeah. great. Honestly, they look great. Um, I don't know that Pixel is there yet. Uh, I, there is no, you know, uh, log type video that you can shoot as of right now, flat video. Um, and so, like, there's there's still room for improvement, but they're at least leaning into the things that they do well. Exactly. And like, that's what's cool. Like, I yeah, love let's, that. Let's leverage AI, computational right. photography, and try to make the video experience something better. And so... That, and that, for most people exactly. that aren't doing log video like right. I do, <laughs> like that's where raw that's video. where Pixel Photos won to begin with. Right. Remember, everyone was it was a hardware race mm-hmm. um, trying to do this, and then Google really stepped on the gas with computational photography, not trying to fake anything out, but just blending photos and trying to get highlights, low lights, color, all that stuff better and they won for a couple of years. Like everybody knew and, and they've created this thing where even still, even as much better as most cameras have gotten, even someone like me that doesn't care that much about, you know, the, the photo being perfect. I feel most confident shooting with a pixel. Like I just feel confident that I'm going to point the camera, take the picture and get the, the most aesthetically pleasing shot without having to think about it. 
we were having a get together the other day and and uh my friend was kind of tossing his kid up you know yeah i literally just pointed my phone in portrait mode and just went just snagged three quick photos and they're like that like i was showing them they were like that looks like a it looks like a professional photo and i'm like yeah it's like i just feel i feel and it almost makes me want to take photos because right, you're confident it's like something cool is going to come of this yeah, so i which, just point it and hit the button which is fun there's a good chance i'm going to get yeah, a good photo love so it. that love for it. people like me that aren't like I, I can appreciate good photography and and i like to every once in a while I'll snag a photo and i'm like oh man that looks so yeah. good you know pixel allows me i feel like to do that more often for sure for sure um and then kind of wrapping up here uh this is i think gonna be probably a well i don't know i'm not for sure i think that a lot of the branding around this phone will be built on the assistant with with bard uh i think they're gonna i think they're gonna call this because generative ai is a term that a lot of people are becoming familiar with obviously through chat gpt and uh, all, everything that's happened there and this phone they are saying is built on generative AI yeah, it's, <laughs> is it's what made they said for it. and again hey that's that's using your strengths to create a cool experience and a, cru- and a cool product Yep. so give give folks kind of the highlight of, of what you thought about the assistant with Bard I was just glad to finally see it happen like we've talked about this a lot you know and I feel like the writing was on the wall. I mean, most people probably were looking at this going, if they don't do this, like they're missing something. And we weren't sure exactly how it would, how it would happen. Like there's part of us that, you know, thought maybe it would be, you know, the, is it Gen is it Genesis? Yes. yes. Genesis. The one of their big AI models uh, that Google has, like maybe it wouldn't be Bard specifically, like Bard's maybe just an extension of those AI models, you know, um, that in a chat bot form. But, you know, it turns out they're, they're going with Google Assistant with Bard in that the technical name. It is called Assistant with, with Bard. Bard for um, now. And they did yeah. say they said we're really excited about this experiment. I thought it was yeah. strange that they said that. But then the last slide with kind of their wrap up stuff was Pixel 8 built on generative AI. So I'm yeah. like, I uh, feel like they they want to lean from a marketing standpoint into AI and generative AI like. Those are the buzzwords they want to kind of hold. Whatever on to. they end up calling the assistant that has the stuff built in might change. Right, um, and maybe they just keep it the assistant. I mean, it's got enough. They've put enough marketing dollars into it over the years. Like, leave it alone. Like, it's the Google Assistant. People right. know that. And you know, once you make it better again, then for a little while, maybe you need to call it Google Assistant with Bard, maybe to make people trust that they want to use it again. The new Google Assistant with yeah. Bard, yeah, like something like that. But they did new Google Assistant back with which is it Pixel Four. They got the the new Google Assistant when they started doing the like the light bar across mm-hmm, the bottom, like mm-hmm. so they've done some iteration on Google Assistant, obviously over time, and so. But yeah, I mean the the writing was on the wall. Like they they got their lunch handed to them from uh, OpenAI with ChatGPT. Got caught with their pants down a little bit, and and I don't think it wasn't that that Google didn't have these things working behind the scenes. It's just they weren't ready to go public with them. They just weren't and. So ChatGPT came along and they went ahead and threw Bard out in very limited quantities, you know, and and they've given it more and more abilities and connected it to more stuff over time. And you're starting to see like, okay, it's getting to the point where this this could be cool, but where these AI assistants always tend to break down, even for ChatGPT, is that like I can put that app on my phone, but it's not like fully integrated into 
my stuff. You know, like that's the part I miss about when the assistant didn't suck so bad. Like I love just being able to, Hey, gee, do this, you know, read this for me, turn that light off, open this, you know, like these, these basic commands that, yeah, I want you to be able to answer like really esoteric questions. Great. But I also want you just to turn the light off too and stop the music and play this playlist when I ask you and not be confused by really simple commands. And it's like we never got all of that from Google Assistant. Like we, we started getting the commands right, and then when they started getting into the broader things, it wasn't working, and then it all fell apart, and then generative AI came around, and it all kind of fell apart. And so it's like this is the chance for let, let give us back, give us the chat bot that has the knowledge of all this stuff and is super-duper smart and very conversational. Give us that. That's great. But it also has the ability to do the mundane tasks too of turn that on, turn that off. <laughs> adjust my brightness, you know, charge my Text car. Text so-and-so. Yeah. Send a message to blah, 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 message, you know, yeah. like the basic stuff. And But then imagine those, those tasks in a completely conversational way. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's the inner nerd in me that wants, you know, Jarvis from Iron Man. Like you can have this, this bot that is capable of doing all these things, but you can talk to it as I can talk to you. Hey, you know, would you mind grabbing blah, blah, blah and doing such and such and, and if it doesn't understand, instead of, I don't get it, you know, try again. I got to keep rephrasing my question. Like, it's a conversational model of, of getting something done. Like, it, it would be pretty amazing. So what are some of the integrations? Like, the few that I remember uh, were uh, in texting, so Gboard, uh, getting a, an assistant integration. It was basically... Uh, I think giving you responses uh, that it thinks <laughs> you would, oh, yeah. you would like respond like quick responses. So it's right kind of like quick responses on steroids, like with right. with assist or with you know assistant with Bard now. Um, and then what were some of the I'm, other I'm ones? Like I, I I just remember being like, wow, that was cool, that was cool, that was cool. Um, but I don't pull up Michael's uh, article. I know there were others. Uh, so you'll pull that up and we'll talk through them. But like. I'm so so curious to see like how much because I, I I used to use the assistant all the time um, I haven't so much lately uh, I would love to get back to that I, oh, I, yes. I liked summarizing stuff oh, yes. summarize this email yes. big long winded email summarize recorder this recorder app summaries from recorder app so if yeah. you record a meeting it'll be like yeah. here's hey, the me, highlights hey can you give me some highlights of that meeting which I know there's there's companies out there i know there's one in particular i can't remember their name and i'm not even going to shout them out uh <laughs> even if i did i didn't want to don't want to throw them under the bus but there's companies out there that have built some of this stuff yeah like once that whole ai stuff went crazy they were like let's build an ai bot that'll summarize meetings for everyone and charge them five dollars well <laughs> right <laughs> google's like eh, yeah, here. here you go here it is we'll do it better yeah what else um there was like just the conversational stuff like asking it uh the whole packing list thing for a get together and being like hey i need to to put together a list that's this this and this uh, i need to make sure to bring this so make sure to have extra snacks on the list and like like that stuff you can do with bard already it's now just that will be integrated with assistance which to me is just the the connection between the the helpful bot and your phone like it's and in it'll your be pocket right, all the time and it'll be right there on the search bar right just same right. as assistance there right and so think about that like you I think you mentioned it earlier but think about how many people are now going to have 
access to Bard or assistant with Bard through their Android phone. If this right. rolls out to all Android phones, uh, you know, down and the road. It will. Right like now, it'll, it'll be Pixel first. But. Yeah, right now it's Pixel 8 specifically, I think, right? They said Pixel 8 only? Yeah, and, and later. You know, and then later. Soon. So imagine, like, if Google does that, I mean, that could just... I'm, I'm sure ChatGPT will, will stay around. I don't know that they're going anywhere. They're going to probably keep innovating. and Yeah, but it's going to be the same type of thing where when the original digital assistant things happen, you had Cortana and Alexa and all that stuff. There were apps to put those things on your phone. It's not the same. It's not the same when it's built in from an OS level. Yeah. Like, of course, that's the, the one you're going to use. iPhone people aren't going to go use Google Assistant on a you know lengthy basis because Siri's just there. You know, it's it's just sitting there. And so it's the same thing with Android phones. You have the most dominant OS in the world, and now you're going to put your generative AI baked right into the bones of all of it. Well, guess what they're going to start using? And so that just means more queries, more data for Google to make. the you know, Like the AI probably is can make itself better, uh, to be honest, as terrifying as that sounds. Yeah, but it's happening. And yeah. we've seen it, I mean, with Chromebook Plus, there are on-device uh, barred integrations where you can click in any text field and generate text. And yeah, well, that's not barred specifically. It's just, but it's generative AI. Yeah. So specifically, they didn't call that barred. That wasn't barred. Was, I thought it was the little icon. It is. That's their just generative AI. That's like Google's so. The little AI. star icon is not barred. I don't think it's barred specific. What like, barred is an AI experiment, basically. That's. It's, that's silly. If you notice during the that's interesting during the the thing with uh, Chromebook Plus, they never once said, said assistant barred. or barred. They all said it said AI, generative AI, yeah, Google generative AI. Well, regardless, like having that stuff built into to to uh, Chromebook Plus devices, you know, now getting built into to to Pixel and Android Probably phones Android. down the yeah. road. And and that's going to be a game changer. And you know, we were. If, what does a smart speaker look like with something like that in it? Exactly. Like that. That's a whole different thing. If I can have a conversation with my Google Home Max over here about songs, and you know, hey, I'm in this kind of mood. Like, uh, I was thinking about this playlist. Is there something else that would sound pretty good with that? Sure. Here, how about you know, trying about this? About this? I, I like that. Okay, let me try it. Because there was something else they were talking about the. Oh, it's call the, the call screening stuff. That sounds and like more conversational. How conversational the call screening sounds, and you know, I mean, in it being clear, you know, hey, this is, uh, you know, this is a generated thing. Like we're telling you this. If you didn't, if we didn't tell you, you wouldn't know. You really the, wouldn't the, know. The inflection, and they even had like a little vocal fray in the. Yeah. Well, I forget I what it was. Know. It was like Are you calling for Bill. I'm calling for yeah. Bill. Be back later. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be back or not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? Like, wow. That's just insane. Yeah. So, you know, when they, when they first started doing, was it back with the whole Lambda thing when it was supposed to be able, the assistant was duplex duplex and ordering for you and all that. Like we're, we're now seeing all that come and I'm sure well, I, I don't I don't know that I'm actually sure, but I would imagine they're a lot of the same technology kind of on the back end, what they've done with machine learning and all these oh, models yeah. like have yeah. all played into what we're now calling generative AI. Right. 
Um, and so Google's been at this like for a long time. Yeah. And this it's really cool to see it show up now on a consumer product that so many people carry around in their pockets. I mean, yep. almost everyone now, right? So yeah, it's, right it, now it's going to be Pixel. But if, if we imagine Android down the road, this, this rolling out to Android, how many people are going to have all the capabilities of generative AI in their pocket with all the time the assistant all the time yeah um, and we were joking it's like you're just going the assistant's just gonna do everything for you and write this email like what do we do anymore what what do we do right. <laughs> if we don't respond to text messages if we don't write emails if we don't to- put together our packing stuff do we just get to we just get to sit back and do in like be creative, creative, yeah. be creative. Um, productive things right think, and think spend time picture. with family it's it's big picture everything's big picture so if, if you're not a big picture person i don't know ai is coming for your life thanks google your whole life <laughs> it's like we've heard stories of just like s- some of the meetings with larry and some of the crazy like far out ideas that he would have around devices yep. and yep. well this thing should charge like this and just crazy stuff and it's right. like but that sort of like innovation maybe you know got us to where we're at and yeah and i mean these these kind of things when you get the mundane processes out of the way sometimes i think it clears you up to just go take care of the stuff now we tend to be bad as a society at going oh well now that stuff's not taking my time like now i'm gonna we'll, sit we'll cram on even more stuff into <laughs> our schedule like yeah we're we you know email and digital communication and the the web and the internet have revolutionized everything the way that we work the way that we do everything it makes it all easier and simpler and faster and yet there's and yet more to we're, do we're more busy and we're, we're more stressed yeah. than we ever were so I, like i, I don't yeah. ever think that it's like oh ai is gonna make it nice and yeah we're just going to be able to sit back and relax. We'll just I'm be like, like we'll, we'll be like, I used to be able to send 10 emails in an hour. Now I can send 1,000 emails in an hour. Like, right. And it's like, where does it stop yeah, at some point? Right. Like, It'll be interesting. Maybe one day AI will just do everything. The right. cooking, the cleaning, yeah. the we manufacturing. We just And just human beings just do whatever. We're just well, here. I don't know how the economy works in that point. but We're just hey. here hanging out, consuming stuff. <laughs> That's what the AI we're going to start a new society. It's going to be an AI-driven communist society. <laughs> Everybody has whatever you want because the AI will build and do all of it. As long as they don't become self-aware, yeah. we can let them we've, do all the things. We've gotten off the rails here. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> I've heard too much science all right. fiction. I know. Um, I think that's it, folks. We appreciate you all uh, tuning in and listening. No video today. We're we're not sh- we're not totally sure on video strategy for us. If I'm being perfectly honest, I think there's uh, there's folks out there that definitely enjoy the video, and we'd love to keep doing the video. But it's a lot of work, and uh, when we take a big uh, picture look at our time and what we're doing here at Chrome Unboxed, it may not fit into the puzzle right now. Right yeah. now, maybe down yeah. the road, but right now, maybe we're talking. not. Yeah, we might just take a hiatus from call it a hi- call bit. it a hiatus. I like that. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this week. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening. We're going to probably do one other episode before Robbie leaves for a vacation tomorrow. So stay tuned. Follow along on whatever app or service you're using to listen to us right now. We'll catch you all in the next one. See ya.
Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.